Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. This is Pastor Greg. I'm here with Brad, our Pastor Brad, and uh, we have really enjoyed uh, recording these podcasts. This is podcast number three. We talked last time about it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sermon title was, Is It Okay to Cry? But I'm pretty certain that we were conclusive that it is okay yeah. to cry when we cry the right way, so to speak, and, and the way God designed for it to be. But one of the opening lines in that podcast and in that sermon was, It's okay to cry, just don't be a crybaby. Yeah, don't be a crybaby. Don't be a crybaby. So I would put Pastor Brad on the spot right now, and I would say, uh, tell us the person in your life who is the biggest crybaby. <laughs> oh, gosh. But um, I won't do that to you. Oh, good. Because you know, I don't want you to get in trouble. It could, uh, and, and you won't ask me that question either, right? No, so, I won't so we won't we won't go there. We don't want to be controversial <laughs> on the Bad Preaching Podcast. No. Right? But, um, Pastor Brad, I will ask this. Who do you think is the biggest crybaby in the Bible? person that stands out to me, I don't know if it's the biggest, but this is who I'm going to choose for okay. for just this situation, <laughs> but I, I would think Jonah, just Jonah. the way he responds okay. to God and how now, he... Before we go too far, uh, give us a quick um, cleft note version of the story of Jonah, just yeah. for our podcast listeners. So God calls Jonah to go to Nineveh, and Jonah doesn't want to do that, so he runs away from God. Uh, has this full circle. Once he's in the belly of this whale or giant fish, uh, comes back. He says, "Fine, like your your way is good. I'll follow." And uh, he goes to the town of Nineveh, says what he's supposed to say. He walks away, and then he watches, waiting for God to bring judgment on the people of Nineveh. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where we pick up on the crybaby part. Crybaby part. When yeah. he doesn't see the destruction come to the city. He's upset with God and starts kind of whining about yeah. it. Of like, well, why didn't, why didn't punishment come to them? It's an interesting thing because I believe Jonah and the Well, probably very common story for a Sunday school classes. Yeah. And at least when I was growing up, you know, you have the David and the Goliath, the Jonah and the mm-hmm. Well, Daniel and the Lion's Den. Those are the go-to yeah. lessons that you hear and you hear and you hear or you're read to about. But I think I always thought about Jonah not wanting to go preach to Nineveh because he was either afraid or he felt inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the typical things that even sometimes as as preachers, when we first get our calling, those types of things that worry us and we just, we're not ready to surrender um, for whatever reason we're afraid or we don't want to sacrifice. But I think when, especially when you get to chapter four of Jonah, which Jonah is only four chapters, four four short chapters, you get to that chapter, I think it really shows us he didn't want to go because he was upset with the people of the city of Nineveh. Mm -hmm. He he didn't want to preach to them. So I'm sorry, I cut you off there earlier, but jump back in where you were at. Oh, yeah, like it's. When we pick up in Jonah chapter four, just like you were talking about, it the first verse even talks about it to displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry, and he prayed to the Lord and said, "O oh Lord, is not this what I said when I, I was yet in my country? That is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious, gracious God, merciful, 
slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, do you do well to be angry? Kind of dramatic there, isn't it? Yeah, a little dramatic. <laughs> I mean, the word drama queen comes to mind yeah. a little bit, but I don't know. It just kind of blows your mind when you think, you know, Jonah, this, if I could call him a, a preacher of the gospel, so to speak, I guess to use modern terms, and God has given him this great assignment mm. and this huge harvest field of Nineveh go preach to them doesn't want to go because he really doesn't want them to repent. Yeah. And that's a thought in itself, isn't it? Do mm. we as pastors and preachers, do we really want whosoever will yeah. to receive the good news of the gospel? Yeah. Or have we divided into camps and are there people we think really don't deserve the gospel, whether yeah. consciously or subconsciously? Yeah. That's kind of an alarming thought. Almost the same line as uh, when we pray, Lord, let your will be done. Right. Are we really praying for his will to be done? Or are we saying, uh, let your will be done as long as it's the way I want it to be done? Right. You know? right. And that's kind of what Jonah was doing was, okay, well, I'll go do this. Because he wanted judgment to come. He wanted but judgment God to come. But had different plans. Yes. And so because yes. it didn't line up with what Jonah wanted, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have pity in this and just cry about it. And you see the yeah. same thing. Later in the story, when the, the plant grows, you know, and he, yeah, he, talk about that. We were talking earlier before we came to into the podcast session here about the plant. So uh, yeah, share share what you were talking about. Yeah, so God gives this plant to give Jonah shade, and it, he talks about how Jonah's glad in this plant, right? But then just next day, God sends a worm to go eat this plant. And takes away the shade. And again, we see Jonah doing the same thing where he's kind of whining. He's complaining of all this stuff. Um, and, and then God even says to Jonah, do you do well to be angry for the plant? And he said, yes, I do well to be angry, angry enough to die. Again, we're seeing that drama there. Yeah, the drama, crying, cry baby. Yeah. yeah, and it picks up in verse 10 and said, and the Lord said, you pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow which came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I not, should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left and also much cattle. Just this idea that in one night he, he got a plant, the next day it's gone. Mm -hmm. And he has so much anger and so much, he's just so frustrated in this. And say, But God then says, you didn't do anything to make this plant grow or to even water it, take care of it, to help it nourish and right. uh, continue to grow. And yet you're angry about this, like almost saying, Jonah, you had no skin in the game. Right. You don't have in the it. first place. Yeah. You don't really have a right to mm -hmm. be angry about this. You're, you're angry about something that shouldn't be bothering you about this. That's, that's really a, a neat thought, Brad. And it's like, the thing that hits me too about, I guess, going in a different direction, what happened to Jonah? And what I mean by that, I'm sitting here with an open Bible in front of me, mm. and the verse that you, the passage you just read, mm. and that's where it ends. That's where it ends. That's yeah. where it ends. So we have four brief chapters. Mm. You know, Jonah, God tells him to go preach. Jonah runs, big storm, thrown overboard into a, a big fish. Now, I would think that would get my attention. Yeah. Like, 
if I had any prejudices or attitudes towards the people that God was telling me to minister to, mm. I think three days in a belly of a great fish, we usually say, well, I think that would get my attention. Yeah. And evidently it did get his attention enough that he actually on the external went and preached. Mm-hmm. But internally we see that this drama and this crying and this pouting yeah. continued um, about the city, about, as you just said, the plant. And then sadly, again, the passage you just read, that ends the entirety of the book. Yeah. So what what happened with Jonah? What happened with Jonah? <laughs> <laughs> Did he find another big fish? Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm just being <laughs> silly. But, but, you know, it's kind of a sad ending. It is, yeah. And you look and you say, okay, 120,000 people... If I'm understanding this book correctly, that's 120,000 people who repented Mm. and found the mercy that God wanted to show them. The mercy that Jonah knew God would show them because he said, basically, I didn't want to go because I knew you're a God of mercy and compassion. But he could have gone down as one of the great evangelists, so to speak, to Mm. use our terminology today, turned an entire city back around, but... It ends him pouting about a plant and about people getting right with God. Yeah. That's sad. That's it a is. sad ending. And it is a sad ending, but we also get to ask ourselves, what do I do with the story? Because now we get to continue it. So we get to say, do I get to be selfish in what happens in my life when there's things that I can't control? It's outside of my control. Do I sit in my self-pity and have a pity party and cry about it, be a crybaby? Or do I let God into that situation and allow God to be God and truly believe, Lord, let your will be done and actually walk that out and be okay with what happens, be okay with the outcome? Your will. Yeah, God's will. God's will. And that that's such speaks to maturity in our lives mm-hmm. too, doesn't it, as Christians. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Bad Preaching Podcast and uh, Pastor Greg, Pastor Brad, and we are doing, I guess this is a part two. Yeah to uh, last week's, and we covered the sermon, Is It Okay to Cry? And Brad and I talked about that topic after we recorded, and we decided that there's a lot of information, a lot of material we could talk about. We could do a whole follow-up. And uh, one thing we said when we were talking about that, Brad, you may recall uh, when we talked about that, that sometimes it's not just what we put into a sermon. Mm Mm-hmm. As preachers, many times it's making the decision of what not to include yeah. in a sermon because there are so many stories, so mm. many examples, so many passages in the scripture. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult to discern which ones to use for yeah. that particular week. Help make your point. Help come make across. your point come yeah. across. And, and in a typical sermon, you know, if I had preached this sermon, you know, now it's been, what, two or three weeks ago. If I had preached this sermon and tried to talk about everything I did in the sermon, 
and then included the story of Jonah, which mm-hmm. we talked about in the first segment. Now we're going to discuss Hannah yeah. a little bit. There's just not enough time to include everything in one sermon. And that's why I like these podcasts, Brad, because we can get into some other stories, other examples. Yeah, dive a little deeper. Dive a little deeper. Even go on rabbit trails if, yeah. we, if we want to. And uh, so this is fun. We can talk about some some things that can add to the sermon. All the don'ts of preaching. All the don'ts of preaching. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll do great, great with that. Yeah. Or I will. <laughs> so, so uh, Brad, you were telling me um, after the sermon, might have even been before we recorded the last podcast, you were telling me that Hannah would have been a good example mm. in regards to talking about tears and the ministry of tears and how God works in and through and with us in our crying, in mm-hmm. our weeping. So uh, will you share some of that with the podcast listeners? Yeah, that same week I was doing a, a sermon on Samuel. So I was looking at Hannah. And it just the same brought, week I preached. Same week. And wow. so it really brought that up. It really corresponds. It really did. And so I, I was thinking of Hannah about the therapeutic side and also how like just that idea that God intervenes in us and what you were talking about how the Holy Spirit will come, and you were talking about the the tears are, are crying, how sometimes that will be the Holy Spirit praying through us, moving through us. Yes. And just in First uh, Samuel chapter 1, verse 10, it even says right here, she was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And I think just right there it's talking, like you, you can see the passion that's behind this prayer. Uh, you can see the passion that is really driving this prayer and that she's coming to the Lord. She's allowing him in the situation opposite of what we just saw with Jonah, right? Where Jonah's just, he's kind of just having his own little pity party. He's upset about everything. He's not, he didn't take any initiative in keeping the plant there. But Hannah on the other end is crying because she's so passionate and she's, she's got her hands in the dirt on this one. She's, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. taking this to God. She's praying to God, allowing him in the situation so much so that Eli sees her and thinks she's drunk because of how hard she's mm-hmm. praying because it says in the scripture, she's praying in her heart. And so her mouth is moving, but there's no words coming out. It's yeah. the, the mouth is moving, but this prayer is coming from her heart. Almost exactly what you were talking about, the therapeutic prayer. Such a contrast, Hannah and Jonah. Yeah. I don't know, Brad, if I have ever contrasted those two because mm-hmm. their stories and the narratives are so different and seemingly different topics. But here we are really contrasting the two, Jonah mm-hmm. and Hannah. Jonah, in his tears of pouting and being a crybaby and selfish. a little bit of a drama yeah. queen and, and all those things, as God was doing such great things in his life yeah. and through his life and working in and through him, yet he's pouting and crying. Hannah, on the other hand, is so desiring God to bless her with a son mm-hmm. or with a child. Uh, eventually he will, but blessing her with a child, and it's not happening, mm-hmm. yet she is taking her hurt to the altar, so yeah. to speak, and pouring it out to God, and her tears are coming from a, a place of great hurt, a great anguish, but they're coming across to God in the appropriate way, the way yeah, God wants exactly. us to cast all of our care upon him because he cares for us. So what a contrast of the two. Of course, we know that later on, God did honor Hannah's praying Mm -hmm. and blessed her with a son, Samuel. 
She kept her vow that she made to the Lord. She said, if you bless me with this child, I will give him back to you. Mm-hmm. And she did. And and he was raised there with Eli in, in the temple and eventually became a great, mighty prophet mm-hmm. of God, uh, anointing kings. The first two kings. The yep. first two kings, Saul and David, and just a powerful man of God. But it all started with, a mother who refused to deny God, mm-hmm. refused to turn to rebellion against God because she wasn't getting what she wanted. Instead, yeah. she took that hurt to God yeah. and cast that care upon him and even went into a significance of, Lord, I want a child, but I don't want a child just to fulfill my pleasure and my joy. I want a child who will serve you mm-hmm. and I can dedicate to you. And so what great motives yeah. on her uh, on her inside, the internally. But to contrast that again with Jonah, his internal motives, I guess, were really filled with pride and prejudice and um, just did not like those in Nineveh. Mm-hmm and did not want them to be blessed and did not want them to experience the grace and goodness of God. And I alluded to this a little bit in the first section of the podcast. I'll, I'll come back to it just briefly and then we'll segue out. But I think in this divisive culture in which we live, we cannot forget that every single person is created in the likeness and the image of God. Every single person Whosoever will. When the Bible says whosoever will, the Bible means whosoever will. Let him come to salvation, for me to paraphrase there. And uh, it's not just the people who we like or the people we think who stand for the right things or who have lived the right way. The vilest of sinners, the most rebellious, the ugliest, the meanest can be saved and find eternal life if they turn to Christ. And when that happens, we as Christians should rejoice. Mm -hmm not get under a plant and pout yeah. and watch the worm eat the plant yeah. <laughs> like Jonah yeah. did, right? So, Brad, I usually like to give you the last word, and then sometimes I take it back and I make a last word. <laughs> we'll see how <laughs> so, it ends. Yeah, we'll see, yeah, how yeah, it ends. Be... we'll see how it ends today. Yeah. But, but we're really enjoying doing these podcasts. And um, I don't know, this is number three or number four, I guess, Yeah. Um, in – in our experiment here with the Bad Preaching Podcast. But close us out, please, with a, a final thought. Yeah. And it can be about anything. Yeah. I Like we've been saying, it's not bad to cry. It's not bad that tears come out. But I, I do think it's a lot of the motive that's behind those tears motive. is what we got to check. The, the crybaby aspect to it. Like mm-hmm. Jonah, his tears were more out the crybaby aspect. This idea that I'm just going to sit in my pity party and just and just have just that. Right. And and just be upset with what's going on around me instead of getting involved with anything. Because when you ask me who's the biggest crybaby, it would have been easy to say the weepy prophet. Like, right. It's in right. his nickname. But, <laughs> you know, sense. but yeah. it, it's that heart, like Hannah. Mm-hmm. She took her tears, mm-hmm. gave them to Christ. Yes. Well, at that time, God, Christ hasn't come along into the world and become the word, word become flesh yet. But we have this idea that she took her prayers to God. Yes. She let God into that situation. She took her passion and brought it and matched it with God. He she met did. He met her where she was. And so we have that same decision to make. Am I going to be like Jonah 
And when hard times come my way, when great times come my way, no matter what emotion it is, do I give that to God? Do I allow God in on that that yeah. emotion that I'm feeling? Because it could be celebration. We can have tears of joy. Tears of joy. Do I let God yes. in on those tears of joy? How am I celebrating? When it's times of sorrow, do I let God in on that? How am I? How am I mourning? You know, right? And let Him be involved in all that. Yeah, yeah. What you were saying reminds me of an old hymnal song: "Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there." When you yeah. were talking about the just taking the tears to God, uh, but I like what you said also in celebrating mm-hmm. in the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, God wants to be a part of our lives, doesn't He? Yeah, and I'm doing it again. I said, you had your last <laughs> word, and here I go again. But we're coming up towards the end. One final chance before <laughs> before the ending song comes on. You have anything? I, you no, can have the final, I, final I, word. I think we got it this time. I think you got it. Close us out. I, that, that's all I had this time. <laughs> I th- well, I think it's time to land this thing. We'll land it. <laughs> God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>